It's the month of love and it's Black History Month. Let's take a look back at the beauty industry circa February 2020. There were releases with celebrities and legendary figures like Salt and Peppa, influencers like Bretman Rock, and a host of other products released. I'm Hanya Marie and welcome back to the Beauty Buzzin' Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. February 2020 wasn't exactly the most exciting release month, but there were a few releases to note, so let's just get into it now. So February 2020 was the month of love and it was also Black History Month. Now, to note, I don't believe there were any Black History Month or Black collaborations with influencers or youtubers or um just beauty gurus in general other than the collection with milani cosmetics and salt and pepper that we'll take a look at later but just to note now there's a little bit of a push just a little bit of a push to collaborate with uh with beauty gurus and influencers and youtubers who are black during the month i'm recording this right now in February so taking a look back at February 2020 last year I am seeing a little bit of a difference and I am happy about that I am feeling motivated by that push to create better content for myself and I do want to say that you know there are things that are changing and I'm happy about that but moving on starting this whole podcast is BH Cosmetics they released the truffle blush collection which included nine palettes um, each one had four shades, shimmery shades and matte finishes within the uh, within the four shades for $12 on February 3rd. This was a really nice collection from BH Cosmetics and it's actually a really great idea for other brands to do. I haven't seen a lot of brands do this sort of themed blush palette. I actually love uh, four, four pan blush palettes. I don't know why I, I like the idea of having you know, three blushes and a shimmer a highlight or something that I can sort of dab in, dab into each uh, pan and mix together a shade. They came out with shades that were really beautiful for uh, lighter complexions all the way to deeper complexions. And I think they did a really great job for a brand that is affordable. Next, Urban Decay released the Wired Palette, which was a pressed pigment palette for $39. It was released on February 14th. And the only thing that I remember about this pressed pigment palette is that people didn't like it. <laughs> the idea was, you know, to have a super highly pigmented palette. Um, the shades were super vibrant, but I think overall it kind of fell flat because of the price point. Um, I don't have a note in here of how many shades, but I believe there were maybe eight, eight to maybe 10 shades. Um, and there weren't, there were no transition shades. A lot of, um, makeup lovers use the, like the term transition shades to mean neutral sort of shades that can be mixed into a palette. So like a taupe, the taupes, the browns, the nudes the beige colors that you can mix in that are sort of flesh tone shades to help uh, help a palette that may be really bright or have lots of colors. So I think this, that particular palette kind of felt flat for the brand. Um, and then I think that it came back later 
um, as an on-sale product pretty soon after. So that kind of tells you that it really didn't do that well. Huda Beauty released uh, their skincare brand called Wishful Skin. The first product was a Yo Glow Enzyme Scrub for $39. It was released on February 4th. I actually tried this product and I'm not a really big fan of facial scrubs. Um, I'm sort of scared by the years of the apricot scrubs from the drugstore because the sort of the shards in the scrubs cause micro tears. Wishful Skin took their their uh, spin on it and produced an enzyme scrub that was actually very micronized. Um, it wasn't uh, disturbing to, to my skin. Um, I did use it. It does have um, AHA um, and some other acids in it. So it's not a scrub that you want to use all the time. And you want to make sure that you're wearing sunscreen because it does have active acids in them in it. But overall, I didn't think that the scrub did anything for my skin. I was I used it for about a week and it kind of it, it didn't really do much. I wasn't really impressed with it. And I did actually feel that um I did feel that it 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 exfoliated my face, but I think it was a little bit it wasn't as harsh as an apricot scrub, but it wasn't as gentle as some other um, exfoliating scrubs that I've tried. Does that make sense? So it sort of, it fell in the medium sort of category between those two, which wasn't good enough for me. And I don't want to cause micro tears on my skin. Anyway, I guess I should have just reviewed the product if I had so much to say about it, right? Anyway, moving on. Beauty Blender released their Bounce Airbrush Liquid Whip Concealer in 40 shades on February 10th. Why don't I remember anything about this release? I'm still thinking about it and I'm like, I... I don't remember anything about this release. I think what happened with Beauty Blender, and it's unfortunate, once they released the foundation, I, I'm, I'm assuming the foundation that they released, where it was the there was a pump foundation where you could put your Beauty Blender right on the back of the foundation. Um, when they released that, they had so much backlash about it, about the shade range and things like that. I think whatever they released right after that just didn't fly. Of course, beauty lovers still love beauty, the beauty blender. They have many different, you know, colors of their beauty blender now. They have really, really nice um, beauty blender cleansing products that um, I, I personally love, but I think, I think it was too, it was too fresh. Their fiasco with their foundation was probably too fresh and this probably just kind of was forgotten about quickly. Moving on, Too Faced released their re-released their Born This Way foundation in more shades. Is this what it what it was? Maybe. I don't remember. I, I think my note about this is wrong. But anyway, they did release the light highlighting palette for $42. And they also released the Born This Way, the Natural Nudes eyeshadow palette. Oh my gosh, this eyeshadow palette is like the most boring eyeshadow palette I've ever seen. It's February 2020 and Too Faced is still trying to bamboozle us with these. I mean, it's not even nude. When You know, I think now the beauty community wants nude with warmth, nude with depth, nude with range. And this, this eyeshadow palette is just nude and dead, girl. Just nude and gone. 
to never be seen again. Nobody wants it. I, let me just move on because I'm not trying to like, I like Two-Face. I'm not trying to like harp on them too much. So I'm just going to move on. Morphe released the Jack, oh God, <laughs> Morphe released the Jaclyn Hill palette volume two. Let's just move on past that too. It was $39. It was available February 13th. I, I got to go. I got to move on past these, past these releases. Anyway, Wet n Wild Beauty released the Wild Collaboration with Brentman Rock. It included a, who is a YouTuber and influencer. As a matter of fact, I don't know if he does YouTube videos anymore. I'm not sure, but it included an eyeshadow palette, brushes, a loose highlighter, a mascara, and a setting spray on February 15th. Um, this collection was cute. The visuals for it, I remember, were cute and they were um, tropical. Uh, Brentman Rock is from Hawaii, so it was very, it was very cute. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't think anybody talks about it, but, you know, fans of Bremen Rock, I think, really enjoyed the collection. Moving on. Tom Ford Beauty released the Shade and Illuminate Soft Radiance Foundation with SPF 50. It is 150 doll hairs in 39 shades. It was available fe February 12th. I don't remember too much about this foundation release other than there were um there were some youtubers who released it who bought it and released it just for the simple fact that it was 150 dollars and it was you know is this is this worth the money i think the conclusion was that it was a very nice foundation it was hydrating it was radiant as it as it said it would be but it wasn't worth 150 dollars that's it House Labs, which is the brand that is sold on Amazon and online from um, the world-renowned star. Um, and I was just thinking about it the other day that, well, sorry, Lady Gaga. I'm saying it as, as if we assume we know we know who, who the House Labs brand is. It's Lady Gaga's makeup brand sold exclusively online on her website, on the House Labs Laboratories website and on Amazon. Um, their release was the La Monster Matte Lip Crayon in 12 shades and it was available February 18th. I think we talked about this a little bit in our look backs in 2019. There was initially some buzz around the brand, the Haas Labs brand. Um, there was a pre-sale that sort of got the buzz started on Amazon and then once the, the products were released, there were lots of videos and reviews and blog posts made about the products and then it just sort of faded into the background because the quality was just sort of mediocre. And I think the products themselves are not really geared towards what makeup lovers are really using right now. It's very editorial and it's very much the vision of what Lady Gaga and her makeup artist, I can't remember her name. Um, oh, that's so rude to not remember the name. I should have noted, but and her makeup artist, their vision, it looked very much like what, what Lady Gaga was wearing for her performances and her appearances. And so if you weren't into that look, where would, why would you buy the makeup? If you're not a fan of Lady Gaga or you're not a fan of that particular look, then what would be the point? And I think that 
like it's I think I want to note as well just talking to you guys in this podcast now that that's something that I see as a flaw that I may talk about later or do a podcast about I think I see that as a flaw with some of the influencer brands the idea that well I really like this type of product so I'm going to release this type of product because that's my personal preference that doesn't really cover enough people It makes sense if you're trying to appeal to just your audience, just your fans, but it doesn't make sense from a brand perspective to only do one type of style of makeup or only release, yeah, a a certain type of product. So with House Labs, they release these like crayons that are, you know, eye crayons, lip crayons, all in this sort of creamy crayon type consistency they're almost always like a shimmery kind of shade to not a glitter but like all all shimmery types of shades and that's really not what people are doing right now (laughs) it's not really reaching you know the the makeup lover that likes to spend money on products and test products and use different products so it's I definitely see that as a kind of a a misstep for certain brands that they only want to stick to one look and they're not appealing to more people who could like their formula, you know, but just maybe want a different finish or different shades and colors. That's the other thing with House Labs. The color scheme is very much the same. It's, you know, silvers, it's pewters, it's champagne colors, maybe bronze colors, but that's so, that's very specific. You know, I need more from the brand. Anyway, let's move on. I like the brand too. I don't, I keep sounding like I'm harping on these brands, but I want, I am giving my thoughts just as a consumer. So Pat McGrath Labs released the Skin Fetish Sublime Perfection Concealer Corrector in 36 shades for $32. And this was available February 21st. I remember this being a highly reviewed product and it was hit or miss only because some people felt that it was very skin-like, but that it was a very um, sheer, sheer to light coverage and really hydrating. So for those makeup lovers who have oily skin or have combination skin where they get oily in their T-zone area, what's considered T-zone area, so your forehead on the top of your cheeks and on your nose, it didn't really work out too well because with a light, sheer coverage or a very light coverage foundation it's going to wear away quickly in those areas and it's also going to make you look oily in those areas so there were that so it was hit or miss you know but if you have dry skin or you have just a normal skin type then it, it worked really well if you wanted that coverage so back to what i was saying with salt and pepper they released a collection collaboration with Milani Cosmetics and Milani is a a drugstore brand um, more on the higher inside of drugstore they're sold at Ulta as well and on their website they released a collaboration with the world-renowned artist the legends on February 16th it included a hot cool and vicious eyeshadow palette eyeshadow and highlighter palette sorry for $19.99 that included nine bold bold mattes and three shimmer shades and an illuminating highlighter there was also a very necessary eyeshadow and highlighter palette 
and then they released lip kits that were $11.99 each can each um, set included a lip liner and a lipstick in the shade push it or in the shoop shade I actually bought the lip lip liner and lipstick combo the lip, lip kit in push it it's a um, a nude brown uh, a mid-tone nude brown shade and it, it was very much the Milani formula the lipstick was a classic bullet style lipstick it's creamy um, it doesn't have a it has a sort of a um, I guess a creamy but semi matte finish their lip liners are actually really good um, lip liners they're smooth and um, they're true to color it was a really good collaboration and it was just nice to see black people getting a collaboration even nicer to see legends get a collaboration with a makeup brand this was very much a you bought it if you were fans of salt and pepper not just because you know you thought the collaboration was you know fitting to your style but it was really more of a collective set and i i really liked it so i bought a lip liner and lipstick which i still have it'll probably still stay in my collection i have i do use it but i, I will still keep packaging um just because it's cute two more releases for the month one being the ColourPop and sailor moon collection which who doesn't love sailor moon it was a 12 12 shade eyeshadow palette released with blushes glitters and um, lip kits or lip sets sorry for um in february 2020 that's what i have with my notes i don't have any prices with my notes but i think the collaboration was similar to other ColourPop collaboration pricing ColourPop is obviously known for throwing out many collaborations many products at us but if you love sailor moon you love the collection lastly bobby brown released the skin longwear fluid powder foundation with spf 20. are we seeing a theme here i think we are seeing a theme like the foundations that are light to medium coverage maybe have spf which by the way spf 20 is not enough spf for your face so if you do end up buying a foundation that has spf in it please note that uh the recommendation from the cdc and uh the american cancer society is spf 30 or greater so just keep that in mind but that this type of formula a foundation that is skin like but is light sheer to light coverage i said medium but sheer to light coverage with spf is very much going to be a theme this year so you'll hear me talk about it a lot this was available this bobby brown uh, fluid powder foundation was available february 19th for 40 dollars in 28 shades and i hear absolutely nobody talk about it it seems like a, a nice product I probably should have looked up some reviews on it, but I didn't because obviously I am not prepared, <laughs> but I don't remember anyone talk about this product and I still, I'm still searching for who or when or why I noted this product. Maybe I just noted it because it's Bobby Brown. It's a trusted brand and they released the product. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have to say. I feel like february was not as big a month for releases as january was there were kind it was kind of just medium 
there wasn't any standout. I think the only standout I would say was, you know, maybe the Sailor Moon Pop ColourPop collection was exciting for fans and the Milani uh, Salt and Pepper collection was, again, a standout for fans. But that's about it. Anyway, thank you for taking out time in your day to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the episode and consider following at New Belize on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Also join the New Belize newsletter to stay up to date with my blog posts and um, check out newbelize.com for new posts on beauty and the Beauty Buzz and Podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts. Thank you so much and I will talk to you soon. Bye.